Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do terrific work, and you can find out more and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including uh, special guest Pastor Rick Stevens. He's the co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance, doing terrific work here in the state of Florida to help uh, improve public education. We'll also visit with uh, former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. He'll be with us as well. It is December the 28th, and on this day in 1895, the world's first commercial movie screening took place at the Grand Café in Paris. The film was made by Louis and Auguste Lumiere. Two French brothers who developed a camera projector called the Cinematography. The Luminaire brothers uh, unveiled their invention in the public in uh, March of 1895 with a brief film showing workers leaving the Luminaire factory. On December the 28th, an entrepreneurial sibling screened a, de- a series of short screen- scenes from everyday French life and charged admission for the first time. Movie technology had its roots in the early 1830s when Joseph Plateau of Belgium and Simon Stampfer of Austria simultaneously developed a device called the Finicotoscope, which incorporated a spinning disc and slots through, with, slots through which a series of drawings could be viewed, creating the effect of a single movie image. Uh, considered the precursor of the modern motion pictures, it was followed by decades of advances, and in the 1890, in 1890, Thomas uh, Edison and his assistant William Dixon developed the first motion picture camera uh, called the kinetograph. The next year, 1891, Edison developed the uh, kinetoscope, a machine with a peephole viewer that allowed one person to watch a strip of film as it moved past a light. In 1894, Antoine Lumiere, the father of Auguste and Louis, saw a demonstration of Edison's kinetoscope. Uh, the editor Luminet was impressed, but reportedly told his sons, who ran a successful photographic plate factory in Lyon, uh, that they could come up with something better. Uh, Louis Lumiere's uh, cinematography uh, was patented in 1895 with a combination movie camera and projector that could display moving images on a screen for an audience. The cinematography was also uh, similar, lighter, and used less film than Edison's technology. Luminaires were opened their theaters, known as cinemas, in 1896 to show their work and sent crews of cameramen around the world to screen films and shoot uh, new material. In America, the film industry quickly took off. In 1896, uh, Vitascope Hall, believed to be the very first theater in the United States devoted to showing movies, opened in New Orleans. In 1909, the New York Times published its first film review, and in 1911, the first Hollywood film studio opened. In 1914, Charlie Chaplin made his screen debut at that time. In addition to cinematography, the Luminaires also developed the first practical color photography uh, photography process, the autochrome plate, which debuted in uh, 1907. The industry that developed very quickly, you see how quickly things can develop uh, with uh, new patents and inventions. An amazing story. Well, stocks were up yesterday, another record close. Uh, looks a little tepid right now. I'm sure the strength of the market is continuing, but it, doubt, it notched another record high, and that's the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Nice to see this recovery after two, uh, 2022. The Michigan Supreme Court rejected the bid to remove former President Donald Trump from the state's 2024 GOP primary ballot, declining to hear an appeal from lower court's ruling. In addition, former President Donald Trump continues to dominate the Republican primary and is drawing support from key Democrat coalition partners, especially black, Hispanic, and uh, young voters who are, are abandoning President Joe Biden. In a trend last seen when former President Ronald Reagan pulled disgruntled blue-collar workers from the Democrat base in 18, 1980 and 1984, some voters who backed Biden in 2020 are now shifting to Trump due to concerns the economy will worsen if a change in Washington isn't made soon. 
He's destroying the Obama coalition, said Trump pollster John McLaughlin, who shared cross traps with it, tabs with his uh, latest 1,700-page survey, uh, the results with Secrets, <clears throat> which is the survey company. 5% of the poll who was, a Biden, was with Biden in 2020 voted is now voting for Trump in 2024. It's roughly a third Hispanics, a third black, and they are younger, he said. There's roughly another 5% that voted for Biden in 2020. That is undecided, he added. They're all working class and Democrats. It's a Trump Democrat. They are Trump working class Democrats, he explained. For us older guys, it's like deja vu from the Reagan administration and the Reagan Democrats. The latest McLaughlin and Associates survey uh, echoed several Trump, uh, showing Trump maintaining his lead over Biden, 47 to 44%. Trump is also continuing to show strength in the primaries. A new Rasmussen poll uh, survey shared with Secrets showed that he holds a slight majority of all GOP voters entering the primaries next month. That's, that's with all the other candidates. He holds the majority of those uh, votes. McLaughlin suggested that unlike in the 1980s, the Trump Democrats do not appear to re- likely to return to the Democrat Party because they're younger and less attached to the party. They're more impacted by inflation. Uh, they're more likely to say that they're worse off than they were four years ago, and it's caused an electoral shift where, you know, the Democrat Party is no longer the party of the working class. They're a party of wine and cheese that says they haven't been impacted by inflation. They've got dirty and uh, with government jobs and contracts, and they're feeding off the rest of us, and the rest of us have had it, <laughs> McLaughlin said. A shift by black people away from Biden could be costly because Democrats have long relied on the black vote. Several polls have so- shown that younger black people are giving up on the liberals, feeling that the party has taken advantage of them. Political, for example, for example, uh, found that Trump now has support of 17% of black people. That's way up from uh, 2016. A survey, I think it was about 8% at the time. A survey from the John Jordan polling shows 22% of black people backing Trump, giving the former president a substantial opening to lure away a key element of the Democrat coalition. This is pretty astounding news, actually. The polling showing that uh, 5% former uh Biden voters are now voting for Trump, and another 5% are undecided having all voted for uh, Biden in the last election. Could be, could be an, another disastrous event for the Democrats. We'll see. Depends on who counts the votes, doesn't it? Well, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas traveled to Mexico City yesterday, meeting with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, over a record number of migrants flowing through Mexico towards the U.S. border, border officials have recorded more than 240,000 migrant encounters in both October and November, a pace surpassing the most pandemic surge, the post-pandemic surge in the past three years, and well above the peaks in the 80s and 90s, which averaged around 130,000 encounters per month. The talks come as a migrant caravan set out Sunday traveling north from southern Mexico, estimated around 8,000 people, said to include migrants from 24 different countries. The group is roughly equal to 3% of last month's total border encounters. And apparently the group's going. It could grow to as high as uh, 25,000 people. Many of those arriving will apply for asylum in the U.S. While only a fraction of applications are approved, the backlog of cases approaches 2 million Two million cases. They're not going to be able to get to those until the next decade, unfortunately. It's a very sad situation. And you know what? President Trump solved the problem by making one phone call. Funds are cut off if you don't uh, put uh, uh, troops on the border. <laughs> that happened with the before sundown that, uh, that uh, Trump's request was approved. Uh, now the Biden administration is sending two people, Mayorkas, to uh, to deal with the situation. We miss Trump. Well, Japanese researchers have found that all variants of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that caused COVID, were in fact made in a laboratory. Not just some, all variants. The study led by Japanese professors Tanaka and uh, Maezawa of Osaka Medical University and Kyoto University sought to trace the historical evolution of the microbe variant uh, of virus that traced the virus uh, variant's uh, origins. Tanaka and Maezawa 
wrote a, a new paper entitled Unnaturalness in Evolution Process of COVID SARS uh, number two variants and the possibility of deliberate natural selection. They studied viral sequences found in the wild and deposited in public databases. These research, researchers said they found uh, around 100 separate micron subvariants, Omicron subvariants, that could not conceivably have been arisen through natural processes. The existence of these variants seemed to provide definitive proof, definitive proof of large-scale lab creation of COVID viruses. Stunning report from the Japanese. So uh, it was created in a lab. Now, could it have been Wuhan? Well, it certainly had to be Wuhan. U.S. forces unleashed precision airstrikes Sunday against uh, sites in Iraq using, uh, uh, by, used by Hezbollah after the terror group attacked American military personnel on Christmas Day, wounding three. Defense uh, Secretary Lloyd Austin announced the airstrike, saying they were retaliation for unprovoked attacks on U.S. forces. Today, at President Biden's direction, U.S. military forces conducted necessary and proportionate strikes on three facilities used by the Hezbollah and affiliated groups in Iraq. He said, these precision strikes are a response to a series of attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria by Iran-sponsored militias, including the attack by Iran-affiliated Hezbollah and affiliated groups of herbal airbase earlier today and intended to disrupt and degrade capabilities of the Iran-aligned militia groups directly responsible. Today's attack led to injuries of three U.S. personnel, leaving one service member in critical condition, Austin said. My prayers are with the brave Americans who were injured. Well, it's about time we had a response against these attacks against Americans. It's been going on for a while. and I don't know why we took so long to retaliate. <clears throat> and I don't know why they're proportionate. They should be devastating attacks uh, with the message, don't ever do that again, in my opinion. Well, at least 20 people were killed after Israeli airstrike hit Gaza's southern city of Khan Yonis. Uh, Gaza's death toll rose to about 21,000, according to the Hamas-run health ministry, if you can trust those numbers. UN appointed uh, a Dutch diplomat to coordinate Gazan humanitarian aid efforts after last week's Security Council vote. So that's an update on what's happening in Israel right now. The fight goes on, and as Netanyahu says, it'll probably go on for months and months. Well, falling short of its recruitment goals, the U.S. military will enter 2024 with its smallest force in 80 years. Even a strategist warned that wars involving uh, especially China, backed by Russia, are increasingly likely and even imminent under the newly passed $886 billion national defense authorization, total active troops now will fall to 1,284,500 next year, the Pentagon said. That's the lowest total since the U.S. entered World War II in 1941. Richard Fisher uh, wrote recently for GeostrategyDirect.com that the CCP leader Xi Jinping has noted the Biden administration's failure to respond to China's rapid and massive buildup of nuclear weapons. By threatening nuclear defeat, Xi Jinping can uh, blackmail or coerce Washington from defending its partners like Taiwan. So you can see uh, it was always strength. Uh, we always exhibited strength uh, to our adversaries. And uh, right now, of course, we've depleted our military uh, in so many different ways, in our resources. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, Pastor Rick Stevens, co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. 
What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabee's.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. And now serving dinner, 4 to 8 p.m., Wednesdays through Saturdays, a terrific menu. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252 252- 4541 Welcome back to the Bob Harden show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government and the rule of law. Come up later in the show, we're going to visit with the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. Right now we have with us Pastor Rick Stevens. He is the co-founder of a terrific organization. It's called the Florida Citizens Alliance. Pastor Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, good morning, Bob. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and it's always interesting. So thanks well, for the opportunity. I always look forward to the opportunity, Pastor Rick. And So uh, tell us about the Florida Citizens Alliance. Well, Florida Citizens Alliance is moms and dads, grandparents, aunts and uncles, all of us who care about our kids and want our children to have the best possible education. We are a grassroots group. We try to be the voice of the people who bring their concerns to us, and we bring solutions to their concerns. We don't just go nag people about a problem. We think if we find a problem, we need to find a solution and present that opportunity. We don't pretend that our solution is always the perfect one, but we want to get started and move toward the best solution for our students. So we've been very solution-focused both at the local level and at the legislative and state level. Yeah, terrific organization. The impact that the Florida Citizens Alliance has had on public education here in Florida has been immense. Of course, the proof of the pudding is in the tasting, and uh, right now Florida is ranked number one. And in the last decade, the contributions of the Florida Citizens Alliance have been immense in terms of legislation and policy. I'd encourage you to visit goflca.org, goflca.org. Well, I suppose the big news right now is uh, happened in Broward County. Apparently, they uh, didn't. They have to recertify the union. Well, the, uh, actually, it was Miami Dade, and it was oh. the largest teachers' union in the state of Florida. Now, this is a huge issue, and it's probably missed by a lot of people because it came out as an early Christmas present for all of us. What happened was that the the law requires that the the teachers' unions have sixty percent of the teachers paying membership dues. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't seem like a high threshold, and some people could say, well, why 60%? Maybe it should have been 75 or 80. Well, I don't know why, probably because that's how they could negotiate the votes in the Senate in Florida. That's just my guess. But what, what it amounts to is this. If a teacher's union in Florida does not have 60% of the teachers paying membership dues, then they have to go through the recertification process to represent the teachers. Now this has enormous implications. Now the first thing people might think is, well, that's too bad for the teachers. Why are we being hard on them? 
Well, not, not so fast. This is not about the teachers. Right. We have been supporters of teachers. We continue to support teachers. The teachers union has largely, all across the country, Florida included, has abandoned the teachers, their well-being and the well-being of students to push political agendas like trying to get Charlie Crist elected or following the agenda of Randy Weingarten on the national level. So please understand, people need to make sure they understand that the teacher's union is not the same as the teacher in your child's classroom. Maybe you have a great teacher and your child loves that teacher, but the teacher's union are not your teacher's friend or your child's friend. Yeah, and I'll so even add to that, uh, Pastor Rick, that how about masking up kids uh, or oh, yeah. closing down schools? I mean, this Randy Weingartner has, has provided just... Well, I think uh, she's a Marxist and certainly has lead, led the union in the wrong direction and certainly not supporting the teachers. Well, that's exactly right. And, and people sometimes think, well, how, how can that be? Well, we have a good friend, Rebecca Friedrichs. She's actually been in Naples. Uh, I've had extensive conversations with her, both on the phone and in person. We had lunch with her one time when she was here for an event of ours. And she is the model of a teacher. She loves children. She went to college to teach. She started out as a student teacher and almost immediately recognized that there were a whole lot of teachers that not only didn't seem to like children, didn't seem to like teaching, but were really aggressive and, and harsh with children. She couldn't figure out why that was. The teacher she talked to said, well, you need to stay away from that. That involves the union and stuff. Well, Rebecca was not easily intimidated. She got involved in the union, got elected to significant offices and found that from top to bottom on the local and the national level, the union was about anything and everything but helping teachers and helping students learn. So it is it, outrageous. And this is a huge step in getting the union influence out of our school system yeah. because they're leading in the wrong direction. No I, question. And I think this is a canary in the coal mine. I think this this sentiment exists among teachers across the nation, not just in Florida, but I think many teachers are just fed up with the fact that they're not getting the bang for the buck. Uh, they're, they're paying dues, and uh, the representation they're getting is not, well, it's, it's not really helping their cause. And most of the donations and most of the contributions are going to uh, Democrat uh, candidates. Oh, that's exactly right. It's a very leftist organization. And, and one of the interesting things, the reason this has become an issue is that up until recently, and the law changed to forbid this, school systems were allowing the unions and helping the unions by deducting the teachers' union dues from their paycheck. So they never saw the money. Mm -hmm. It was an automatic deduction, went straight to the union. Well, the law changed, and, and now school districts are not permitted to do that. So the teachers have to write the check themselves, and they're recognizing they're not benefiting. They don't need what the union is doing or and really not doing for them. And so they keep the money and it's caused the union to have to take a, a hard look at itself. We hope they'll change. We're not confident they will. Uh, absolutely. Well, before I let you go, Pastor Rick, uh, you've got a gala coming up in March. Maybe you could tell us about it. We do. It's our annual fundraising gala, and it's always a big deal and a, and a great event. We're having Dinesh D'Souza come this time. And he has been here for several of our events. He seems like he's a local favorite, and understandably so. He always brings information and insight that we can't get any other place. And some people know he's been working on this whole idea of the country becoming a police state and running to enormous roadblocks and trying to get that word out. That has not changed. I think they're doubling down on that, not because what he's saying isn't true, because what they're saying is true. Right. And we're looking forward to hearing what he has to say. People can go to our website, and there's a great deal. They can get a $100 gift card if they go and buy a ticket. And Alfie Oaks is putting up a $100 gift card to help us, and we're really grateful. GoFLCA.org is the place. Buy a ticket. Get a ticket. You have a very entertaining and informative evening. And if you can't make the event, we'll make a contribution because the work that the Florida Citizens Alliance does is really important and really has made a great contribution to Florida public education. GoFLCA.org. GoFLCA.org. As always, Pastor Rick, always great commentary. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure, Bob. You have a good day. Merry <laughs> Christmas and Happy New Year. You as well. Thank you, Pastor Rick. 
All right, coming up, going to visit with Linda Harden, that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Are you looking to buy or sell a home? Make it a convenient and stress-free experience by calling the dynamic and trustworthy husband and wife team of Megan and Matt Chionis with Gulf Coast International Properties. Find out about their unique and complimentary post-closing concierge services not offered by other area agents. Matt and Megan Chionis give you the competitive advantage to command a premium price for your property. They personally attend all showings, create a marketing strategy for your property, and offer that complimentary concierge service to your potential buyer. This hands-on approach has helped them set several sales records in Pelican Bay and many at near record prices. Megan and Matt Chionis understand that as an affluent buyer-seller, your needs and desires are unique. You deserve this level of service. Megan and Matt Chionis are passionate about the Naples lifestyle and they want you to enjoy it too. Call Megan and Matt Chionis with Gulf Coast International Properties at 239-269-5310. That's 239-269-5310. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host... Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Golf Shore Playhouse, changing lives through exceptional theater experiences and now building a 44,000 square foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be absolutely fabulous opening up in 2024. You can find out more and get tickets to some great upcoming performances at golfshoreplayhouse.org. Golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Linda Harden. She's my wife. She's also extremely well informed in everything that's going on, not only around the world, but right here in the Paradise Coast. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Good morning. Um, by the way, to talk about the quote-unquote Paradise Coast, I saw a, a headline on the Naples Daily News website this morning that that uh, a local man, an East Naples man, is uh, he's in jail because of the J6. They're looking for a longer sentence for this guy. And um, I am so infuriated that these people are rotting in D.C. jails. Yeah. From from January sixth, and nobody, our congressional representatives, nobody, are, are are trying to help these people. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene and a couple of uh, Congress people have stepped up and and tried to voice some concern. But I think you're right when it comes to the majority of the people. This is all a political strategy. It's got nothing to do with crimes done or. Uh, the what happened on January 6th. They're simply trying to set the table to make sure that Trump can't be become president. And how many of these these poor people have committed suicide because of their because of these incarcerations and that they saw no hope? I I can't understand. Oh, by the way, that there are quote unquote elected officials are go on a TV camera when they can find them or writing mean tweets. Yet they're on vacation and doing nothing. I mean the the agenda. The table is set for really a kind of a disastrous start of 2024 because there's so much that has to be done, so little time to accomplish it. And we're talking about 12 uh, funding bills. We're talking about the, how about the border? 240,000 people crossing the border both last month and this month. And uh, Mayorkas and Austin, the, the two cabinet members, are on their way down Blinken to Mexico. Blinken. Blinken going down to uh, uh, down to Mexico in order to talk with the president 
of Mexico about doing something about it to prevent these people from crossing the border. And they look like fools because the president of Mexico told them to go pound sand. Did much. he really? Yes. I, had, I had read that. Well, what I do know is uh, President Trump picked up the phone, made one phone call and said, look, all funding is being cut off unless you provide, and I forgot how, 80,000 troops, I think it was, to the border. You know what? He got a call back from the president saying, they're showing up soon. They'll be right on the border to take care of the problem. Oh, by the way, and and, and I don't know if I mentioned this the other day, but uh, Congress was, oh, we can't, you know, we can't fund building a wall. It's $5 billion to build the wall. But, oh, by the way, we can, we can send $700 billion to Ukraine. Yeah. Well, we were spending a half a, a trillion dollars on uh, funding all these illegal immigrants that have come to the United States. And now uh, Biden is flying them around on Delta and Air, uh, American Airlines. With no names. With, with uh, right. You mean the, the, uh, the, the, the immigrants. Ill- illegals. Yeah. They have, you know, just don't, just, just, just give them a, <laughs> mean, meanwhile, no American passport, citizens, no nothing. Meanwhile, American citizens have to go through TSA and all this other uh, uh, gymnastics in order to get on a flight while these illegals can, are just, Carte blanche. They can just get on a, a plane where they want to go, and and with no, they don't have to. They didn't have to be vaccinated. They didn't have to. And there's nothing. And plus, they're bringing disease into the country. I'm understanding now. There's an increase in everything from polio to uh, all kinds of diseases. There's nobody checking their luggage. No. To see what they're bringing. Nobody's t- giving them a health check. Nobody's making sh- even even during the immigration in the 1870s and 1880s, they uh, check people for their health. Right now, they're not checking anybody for their health and what's going on. They could have all kinds of diseases coming to the United States. Plus, how about the ill intent that they may have coming into the United States in order to create ha- uh, chaos and havoc? Uh, it could be uh, terrorists, jihadists. Who knows? What you know. They- you know what it's going to take. It's going to take some of these illegals to to um, either do a false flag or to to commit some horrible crimes. There's Mayorkas on your on your TV screen down in Mexico. Um, they're going to do something to to somebody of importance, somebody yeah. um, in the media or something, and they're going to. That's the only way these people are going to um, wake up and report on it because it's just it's criminal. Meanwhile, well, meanwhile, we've got all these people flooding over the border, and our Congress is on vacation. Yeah. And the president, the illegal, Ill, illegitimate president of the United States, is on vacation again. He went from Camp David now to St. Croix to the um, multimillion-dollar home of a, a billionaire donor where he's spending his um, time. I, this country is just... He's been on vacation, I understand, 41% of the time. 43. 43% of the time he's been president. It's just unbelievable. And of course, uh, he doesn't make... You know, he is... As long as he's got a pulse, I think the Democrats are happy because they've got Does people... Does he have a pulse? They, they, sure. <laughs> they've got people in a, that are, are who are unelected officials who are making all the decisions and, and, and trying to implement this Obama. Marxist... Uh, agenda that they've uh, they've come up with. So, I mean, the the, the information around climate change. I mean, understand the the president of the WHO, uh, World has, Health Organization. Yeah, the World Health Organization has decided that we no longer should eat meat. We should eat uh, bugs uh, because uh, it, it hurts climate change if we if we uh, eat. Well, they also said it's, it hurts the climate if we breathe. So there's that. Yeah, I mean these people are just so. There's just you know it just says volumes that um, all this climate crap that's going on. And Obama bought um, he's got two beachfront pres- uh, uh, residences, yeah. one on Martha's Vineyard and one in Hawaii. He's not worried about the oceans rising. He knows all this stuff. Bogus is bogus, and and he's counting on the uh, American people to be stupid. And just to believe everything he says, it's just criminal. There's so much. But getting back to these J6 people, I'm just outraged. Yeah. They, they this guy in East Naples didn't get enough, so so they're they're wasting taxpayer dollars to go back and get him more jail time. It is just infuriating. Meanwhile, where are our elected officials going to fight for these people? They're oh well, we can't do it because blah blah blah. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I, no excuses anymore. I agree with that. Uh, somebody needs to stand up for these people because they're, uh, it, it, it violates their, their rights as uh, American citizens. They need due process. In many cases, they, they haven't been charged with anything. 
even when they've been charged, they, they're they not getting their day in court. Uh, they, it, well, that's bogus. Yeah. I mean, it's bogus. Look at, look at that guy, that Democrat congressman who pulled the... Um, the fire alarm in Congress in order to uh, uh, get in the way of a, a vote that he didn't like. He did more than any of these J6 people, right. and he got barely a slap on the wrist. And, and the only reason he got a slap on the wrist, did he get censured or, or what, what was it? But, but He got censured, I believe it was. So big deal. Meanwhile, he did more than any of these J6 people. These J6 people are in, listen to this people, solitary Confinement. Confinement. Yeah. In a DC gulag. Right. And they're and they're they're being treated horribly while they're in there. And mind you, the former president or captain of the Capitol Police said, you know, this was there were uh, FBI agents. This was not this was not an insurrection. It was a uh, it was a setup. He he basically said that, and uh, which I'm surprised he's still alive, quite frankly. But uh, you know. Uh, you just take a look at all the information that's being developed and uncovered right now. Two busloads of FBI agents and informants were there, at least, uh, directing the traffic and uh, guiding people into the Capitol. It, it was a setup, and uh, quite frankly, these people are being used as pawns to try and uh, uh, f- uh, finish the job. Yeah, and it, you know, it's it's so interesting that. This um, the Democrats and and Biden and everybody associated with them are are absolutely um, ignoring the Constitution of the United States. Meanwhile, the Republicans, this this quote unquote uh, conservative party, is saying, "Oh well, we have to we have to go by what the Constitution says and and." walk and follow the rules in order to impeach mm. Biden. Screw impeach him. Let's just arrest him. So, uh, by the way, I want to make, uh, Laura Logan uh, did an interview of a congressman. Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins. It is fantastic. I encourage our listeners to just do a search on Clay Higgins' interview with Laura Logan. Uh, it is so informative. The, the, th- the claims that I just made about what happened on January 6th, uh, he is a former officer of the law, in Louisiana, a now elected congressman, he used his uh, law enforcement skills and to uncover a lot of information that all of us should be aware of. And unfortunately, it's not being uncovered, not covered by the uh, mainstream media. I hope he has security. I do, too. Well, Linda, we need to take a little break. Can you stick around? Yes. All right. We're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. Two-thirds of parents prefer educational options for their children, with 40% strongly preferring options for their child's education. School choice is a growing movement, one that is already lifting thousands of kids across America. The Optima Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit corporation, was founded to support the establishment and expansion of superior quality schools of choice. Optima's goal was the successful launch of Hillsdale College Varney Charter School, Initiative Classical Academies, and other schools of excellence across the state of Florida, serving kindergarten through the 12th grade. The mission is to train the minds and improve the hearts of young people through a content-rich classical education in the liberal arts and sciences with instruction in the principles of moral character and civic virtue. In a terrific product of the process, Naples Classical Academy has already opened here in Naples. You can find out more by visiting the website Optima.Foundation. Help children in Florida optimize their educational opportunities. Visit www.Optima.Foundation. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now 
now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me, and he'll help you too. Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. They get the politics and know the policy. They can help prepare elected officials to have winning strategies in their offices, elected offices. And you can find out more by visiting the website, thefga.org. We continue the conversation with Linda Harden, again, my wife, and also very well informed of what's happening around the globe. I'm, al- I'm almost too well informed because this stuff is just freaking me out. The, the more th- that I find out about this, all this stuff that's going on, it's just, it's really, it's, it keeps you up at night. Well, it really does. And, uh, well, let, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in Israel. Well, uh, General Flynn has just come out. Um, General Michael Flynn, by the way, if you don't remember, he was the one that um, Obama, he was originally with Obama, and then he came over to the Trump team and, and he got fired. Um, and and absolutely persecuted, but he's coming out with and saying that uh, this October seventh uh, invasion or whatever it was uh, was a false flag, that that the the Israeli government was was told to stand down seven hours before um, any action was taken. Right, so a false flag by that you mean the Israelis knew about it, they decided not to do anything about it. In order to, uh, I guess the only possible motivation is in order to have an excuse to wipe out Hamas? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And, and um, you know, a lot of this stuff is, is we're ta- we have, we've been talking about uh, false flags in order to, to further never-ending wars. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is very sobering. This very, is very and, sobering. And it's, Michael Flynn is extremely credible. I mean... A former, I think, general, general, and uh, former, was he a head of the CIA? I've forgotten exactly what position he had, but national security. And national the, intelligence. Wasn't national it? intelligence. I don't remember, but he, he knows his stuff. And basically, that's quite a claim to say that the Israelis knew this was going to happen, waited seven hours, and then uh, went into the, to wipe out Hamas. Now, there's no question that Hamas is uh, Iran-backed, uh, funded, organization. They're terrorists. They want to see the end to Israel. I mean, I get the fact that uh, the Israelis would have that motivation, but to allow that to happen that to those people, 1,400 people killed uh, in uh, Israel uh, in the first hours of October the 7th, that's appalling. Well, remember our, our friend from Switzerland said that Netanyahu was not a good guy. Yeah. Remember that. So it, it, it'll, it's very interesting to see, it'll be very interesting to see how this information evolves if it, if it, if it makes the light of day anyway. Anyway, uh, General Flynn did a, a whole interview with Alex Jones about it, and it's, I haven't had the opportunity to listen to all of it, but it just got my attention um, big time. And, and I'm in, I'll be interested to see if Tucker Carlson picks up on that and, and covers it too, because he's been dropping truth bombs like it's going out of style. I mean, he, his, his, the stuff that he's covered with Julian Assange so far, and oh, by the way, I don't think that Tucker is done with the Julian Assange uh, topic. No, Tucker Carlson is extremely well-informed, and uh, I, just, I just really value everything that he has to say. Some of his interviews are, are more poignant and interesting than others, but irrespective, I mean, he always, always does a great job. I, I, in my role, of course, I really uh, admire his interview skills. He is really an outstanding, outstanding host, but in, in addition to that, he uncovers such interesting and valuable information. Keep in mind, too, that with with Julian Assange, he's been in jail, uh, this, this solitary confinement in the British, um, uh, high-security British prison for four years and is accused of nothing. Yeah. Is accused, I mean, uh, he's, he's called, accused by the, by the United States of the Espionage Act, but he's never committed espionage. He's just a journalist. Yeah. And doesn't it make you wonder... What he's, the information he's got that he hasn't revealed between him and Ed, Edward Snowden, that 
both of those guys, very interesting that the the United States government is really PO'd at them. Well, I have to admit, a couple of years ago, I would have never believed all this stuff could have happened. But having seen the weaponization of the CIA or the FBI or the Justice Department, the things that are going on right now, it's just appalling. And you can see how politicians like Biden are trying to use uh, the these organizations in order to gain power over the American people. In my mind, I mean, we put these elected officials in place in order to serve the American people. He's not serving the American people. He's serving the interests of special interests, uh, and uh, it's costing Americans a lot. In terms of, uh, I think I recognize the sub prices are up twenty percent since Biden took office. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But just to just to remind you about the the George Carlin interview or the George Carlin. Uh, uh, performance that that I sent you it was so interesting because he says about how education is going in into the toilet um, it's 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 all a plan to uh, further the elites and step on the American people as a whole yeah. and and he said he said it's the big companies like BlackRock Vanguard um, others that that are uh, in charge of everything and he says if you think if you think your elected officials are are there to serve you they're just there to make you think you've got a choice you have no choice mm-hmm. these big companies are running everything taken taken into consideration larry flink and fink and Bat, blackrock and how much property he owns how much he's orchestrating this whole woke thing in order to um make make all this gender neutral gender neutral stuff and and um, LGBTQ, all this stuff going on. These big companies are—they own the United States. Yeah, unfortunate. Um, as one congressman said, I've repeated this several times on the show. But he told me after he retired, uh, "We've got the best uh, government that money can buy." And by that, he meant uh, special interests right now are calling the shots. They fund the elections for uh, candidates for office, and then the the candidates for office they have. They owe. They have a, a commitment to these companies to support their agenda. And in Nikki Haley's case, for example, it's it's war. It's it's the in, she's in, on the dock. It's a military industrial power. complex. Uh, every, you know, everybody's got the except for Trump. I'll say this about Trump: he take he gets contributions from small donors. Uh, some of them are, are large, I'm sure, but for the most part, he doesn't have any special interests that he supports, and that's why uh, these special interests hate Trump. Well, Vivek Ramaswamy is, is self-funded, too, and he's 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 out there um, speaking truth to power, too. Yeah. He's not getting a lot of traction uh, poll-wise, but... I think I think he's going to make a make a difference down the road. Yeah, he's he's got a great future. By the way, let's talk talk about what I told you, um, the information that I sent you that Matt Gates forwarded on on Twitter was the House Ethics Committee. The House Ethics Committee is meant to oversee uh, how members of Congress that they're not playing fast and loose with the information they get on big companies in order so they can't trade on them. Um, and make money on them. Guess who's, how many people, there are four or five of them, the chairman of the House Ethics Committee has been dabbling in all this stuff. In other words, making, uh, using inside information yes. in order to make trades and make profits. And it's just appalling. These people are crooks. Yeah, and uh, there's no repercussions. There's no consequences for what they're doing. And it's against policy. It's against the rules in the uh, House of Representatives. It's really appalling. Linda, I just really appreciate your bringing this information in, in, uh, to our attention. Really, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. All right. Coming up, we're going to have uh, Bill Barnett, former mayor of Naples. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. You have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-3000. 
1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. We have with us the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. Bill, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Well, Bob, this is, uh, this is it for us uh, until next year. It is indeed, and uh, how would you <laughs> how would you summarize the year uh, two thousand twenty three for the city of Naples? Well, uh, I would summarize it by saying they had a rough year um, uh, with uh, staff leaving and uh, long meetings, and but I don't want to start off. Well, we're finishing off the year that way, kind of, but. Uh, I'm just uh, happy there's an election coming up, Bob, and uh, yeah. uh, we have some. Uh, we've got um, some good good city council candidates uh, 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 that have that have announced, and uh, with along with Gary Price, and I think that uh, that'll be good. And um, so, all in all, I, I think you know if we said, well, h- how would you um, summarize the year 2023 with Bill Barnett and Bob Harden on the Bob Harden Show? I'd say we had a pretty good year. Uh, we had a great year, Bill. Always <laughs> great to get your commentary on what's going on. See, I understand yeah. there's there's a, a, a little issue around fireworks on uh, January well, on the first, uh, 31st. Well, the, the, I don't know if it's an issue yet, but I'm going to tell you right now. My last. Uh, Prophecy forecast. Uh, that's probably not. Those probably that probably isn't a good word to use. But anyway, um, for for the for 2023 with you is so they first they were going to do fireworks and they weren't and now they are, which is great. I mean, it's great for the people on New Year's Eve and, and et cetera. But they scheduled them. Of course, there's no pier, so yeah. they're going to shoot them off a boat. But they scheduled the time at 6 p.m. Now. That sounds great. You know, you say, oh, boy, that's that's really nice. But what about the diners and people that have reservations on Fifth Avenue South New Year's Eve, okay, oh, which point. is a, which is full house? They have already warned you that parking is going to be because it's on the, you know, you're going to have to park along the beach, and you know there's no parking there. So the parking garages around Fifth and where people can walk, all the way up and down the beach and on side streets and everything else where they're going to try and block off is going to be a nightmare. 6 p.m., if you had a dinner reservation or have one down on Fifth Avenue South or whatever, honestly, Bob, I I don't know how in the world you're going to get there and get a spot. If you normally you'd go and let's say you'd say to me, hey, Bill, I'll go at 5.30 or, you know, 5.15, we'll have a drink, what have you. We have a six o'clock reservation. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I am just forecasting that it is going to be a nightmare. Well, I and would, re- I would forecast that we're going to see some cancellations at restaurants because people have to make a choice, either uh, a but late dinner or no. But they, but Bob, 
a lot of them aren't going to pay any attention to it because they weren't going in the first place, uh-huh. and so they might not even they might not even know, um, uh, and they might not. Maybe they're from out of town. Maybe they're staying in one of our our uh, hotels or you know places of lodging, and they have a reservation, um, and they don't know what what they're what they're in for. But I'm this is just you and I talking like we normally do. This is just something that I I just. There must be a reason, obviously, but I don't. I just. I hope it works out for people New Year's Eve. That's all I can say. The diners on Fifth, because I think the restaurant owners, et cetera, are going to be a little bit upset. But uh, anyway, that you know. Hopefully, let's everybody have a happy New Year and uh, start off the right way. Well, and, and the and the table's kind of set for the elections coming up in March, and I would imagine campaigning is going to begin pretty soon, if it hasn't yes. started already. Yes, uh, absolutely. January, everybody's going to uh, um, come out, I think, in full force with their full ca- in full campaign mode. Uh, the nice thing is uh, there's an extra month in there before the election. Mm. So um, because usually, you know, it's in February, but because it's a presidential primary, they uh, it's March night. The election is March uh, 19th, I think. So um, there'll be lots of campaigning and lots to talk about for sure. But um, uh, so I think that'll be interesting for us to follow. So and, I think uh, I think Bill, our, our listeners, and if I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think our listeners would like to know who you like in the camp, yeah. in in the election. Sure. I, well, I, I I like Gary Price for mayor very much. I've worked with Gary for many many years, and he is uh, best way to sum Gary up is he's a class class individual, and he knows the city. I would say better than I do, and. Uh, that's saying something, I think. But anyway, and the council candidates, they are, um, I, I like Coach uh, Bill Kramer from Naples High School. He's been in Naples for a long time. People know him, and uh, he's a very well-respected gentleman. Um, I like uh, Tony Perez uh, Benetois. He's a, 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 an attorney. Uh, he also does a lot of work up at Naples High School with the kids and has for 30-plus years. Hmm. And uh, the latest candidate is the son of uh, two people, Bill and Pat Barton, uh, who have been in Naples as long as, uh, long as I have. And they, uh, they've been very, very involved in our community. And, and their son, um, uh, I think his, his name is, is uh, Byrne. Uh, yeah, it is Byrne. Byrne Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N. And... Uh, He's a he's a really really nice young man. He's in the insurance business, and uh, he's been uh, he was you know born and raised here. So uh, I'm I'm going to root for him, and so that would make a nice block of candidates. And how so, many how many slots we have? Uh, I think the mayor's office, of course, and then uh, we have three openings in the uh, city council. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's as of today, Bob. Who knows who's going <laughs> to resign? And we didn't get a chance today to talk about all about this form and what it's doing and. People resigning, uh, council people are resigning in mayors all over the state of Florida. Palm Beach, Palm Beach mayor resigned, I think, yesterday. Wow. Um, but uh, we can we can talk about that when we have a little time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so as of right now, um, because Ted Blankenship is giving up his seat, um, and um, we don't know if Beth Petronoff is is resigning or not resigning yet, because she said she won't make up her mind till December thirty first. Um, and, uh, Paul Perry, I don't think is going to run. I, I, I'm, I'm sure he's not. I mean, he said he isn't. Um, and so yeah, Ray Christen will stay. Terry Hutchison will stay. McCabe resigned. You know that. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> as I say, there's, there's, I, there's three, there's maybe four seats up, but, um, we'll see what happens when we get closer. Bill, I just hope you have a fantastic new year. You've been just a great friend over the years. I think this is about the 15th to 16th year that you've been on the show on a weekly basis. Well, thanks. And just really appreciate your contribution to not only the show, but also to the people in Naples as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Bob, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Well, that's a wrap here in today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. We've got some great guests for tomorrow's show, including... Uh, William Yateman, he is a uh, senior 
legal fellow with the uh, Pacific Legal Foundation. Matt Chionis is a real estate agent here in the Paradise Coast. He does some great work. I look forward to getting his opinions about uh, great deals on the Paradise Coast. Phil Kirpin is the president of American Commitment. He'll be with us. And Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture, will be joining us as well. I really appreciate your listening to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And if uh, you enjoy the show, I hope you pass the word on to your friends. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harton Show on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com.